welcome back to Recharge Radio, your one-stop spot to get spiritually recharged for your day. We want to get you thinking of your worship to God as a Christian. My name is Tim, and you're tuning in for The Beginning of Worship. In the previous episode, we talked about the future reality of worship, what it is, and how we can be living that life of worship now. As Christians, we understand that right worship and right living begins with knowing God first. Take, for example, a person who does not believe in the one true God. That person cannot even begin to fathom the idea of worshiping him at all. However, a person who does believe in the one true God, but does not spend time reading the word of God and what God has said through the Bible, that person will be hard-pressed to worship God at all. And a person who believes in God and clings to his word will undoubtedly understand the importance of living rightly, of living a life of worship. Who we are worshiping is none other than the God of the Bible. This is where worship begins, knowing who God is. God is the God of all creation, the eternal God, the almighty God, the omniscient God, the holy and true God, the only God. He is triune, three in one, Father, Spirit, Son, co-equal in perfect harmony. There is nothing in the world that resembles the relationship God has in the Trinity. It is this God who created the world and mankind in six days that we worship. And understand, it is only this true and living God who is worthy of worship. If we think about the Thessalonian church, we remember that they turned to God from idols to serve a living and true God. And what we know about God is straight from the Bible, the word of God, from the very hand of Almighty God himself, passed through the prophets and apostles, preserved through the ages, and ultimately given to us to read and study. And the God who created the heavens and the earth, who gave us his word, who is omnipotent and almighty, is the same God who sent his son to die on the cross for us, for our sins. And God's son is Jesus Christ. We, in our sin, turned away from God's grace and continued to be entrenched in our own lusts and pleasures. And so, we were found guilty by God, destined to go to hell. And make no mistake, God is not the unjust here. We are the ones who are unjust. We are sinners. We were found in error. And we were found lacking before God. But God demonstrates his own love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. As Romans 5, 8 reads, As prophesied throughout the Old Testament, God sent his Son, Jesus Christ, as the one who would provide the avenue of salvation through belief in him. He lived a perfect life, obeying God's law, accomplishing what the Israelites could not do. He was given over to Pontius Pilate by religious leaders, sent to die on the cross, 
but conquered death and rose again on the third day. The gospel is truly a wonder to behold, meditating on what God has done to save the sinner. In Christ Jesus, there is no more condemnation. His blood washes away our sins, and He gives eternal life freely to all who believe in Him. So why do we spend so much time on this? Why do we always talk about the gospel as Christians? Because it's pivotal in every Christian's life. Without it, we are found guilty. With it, we are blameless before God. It is the common bond that all Christians throughout the ages have, that we all believed in the perfect God-man Jesus Christ, who saved us from our sins with His blood. Think of the saints throughout history. They all believed in the same gospel, believed in the same Almighty God, believed in the same life of Christ, and were empowered by the same Holy Spirit that now dwells within us. So here's the encouragement for us to think about today. The salvation God has given to us as believers allows us to choose to live our lives in such a way that will please, honor, magnify, and glorify God. In other words, we can worship God rightly. It should be encouraging to reflect on our salvation, for it directs us back to the author of salvation. If we know the Almighty God of the universe authored the plan of salvation and set it in motion and still chose to save us from the clutches of a hell, it should make our hearts swell up with joy and sing with praise. In fact, it should cause us to worship God, lifting our adoration and honor to Him. What God has accomplished in our lives should reflect in the way we think and live, that is why Andy and I are both so concerned with the idea of mediocre worship. It's not a good thing in a Christian's life. Do not be satisfied with serving God with an ounce of your life when it should be the whole. I pray your salvation encourages you throughout the day as much as it does for me. In your work, in your conversations, in your life, in your commute, in the actions that you do, make Christianity evident to all, and let others know of the salvation that has been given to you. Thanks for tuning in to Recharge Radio today. I pray you are encouraged and think about your worship to God. As always, if you have questions or comments, send them our way at rechargeradio at rgcsd.com. This is Tim, signing off until next time.